Okay, speaking of. Oh, God. Being what? a little bitch. What? <laughs> what? This is my issue with Taylor. No, you can't. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, Tara, Sorry. you can't transition back to Taylor with. Speaking of being okay, a little bitch. Let me you know, they say women shouldn't be bossy. We're out here reclaiming that word. What's so wrong with being the boss? I'm Tara Reed, the CEO of a multi-million dollar ed tech business. And I'm Katie Gaddy Tossan, better known as Money with Katie on the internet. At our core, we're driven by a shared ambition to build our own mini empires. Welcome to Bossy. conversation that I would like to have today. It's going to sound like it has nothing to do with building businesses, but I actually think it's one of the most important things that's often overlooked. What? And the thing is confidence. Ooh. Your entrepreneurial confidence, like your style. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, your confidence, like how you approach confidence. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like what is the, I don't want to see the persona that you're embodying, but like a little bit. Yeah. So the reason that this is on my mind is because a couple months ago, I got to see my president, Taylor Allison Swift, in concert. Allison, you know her middle name. Allison with one L, in fact. We're committed. So, so, but, but here's the thing, is that I didn't have tickets. Like, I don't know how much you followed this, if at all, but it was this big thing where no one could get tickets. Sold out, Ticketmaster, like, crashed. People that were in the wait list, like, got into the queue and then were trying to check it's out. A second market situation. You're, you're, yes. Yeah. It's black market tickets. Black like, market you are situation. gonna, okay. you're gonna give uh, your, like, left hand, your firstborn, second if market you want to be there. Fancy art term word oh, version of this. It's black market. Okay. It's black market. Okay. Yeah. So... It's the morning of the show, though, and it's it, in Denver. I live two hours north of Denver, and I literally couldn't fathom. I couldn't live with the idea that she was going to be there that night singing 44 songs for three hours, <laughs> and I wasn't going to be there. So it I just broke your it heart. Literally, I... I, I <laughs> My hand was moving I'm like to buy the watching ticket. You have an emotional response before, right now. Before I knew what was happening, I'm not even comfortable disclosing how much I've paid for these. Wait, things. how much you pay? Uh, I'm probably not going to think it's outrageous. You make money, you know. Guess. Twenty five hundred. Close. Two K. Two thousand. It was two thousand. That sounds reasonable. And I was like me. doing the like. <laughs> thank I you spent for two thousand on an outfit. Sometimes you got to drop 2000 But I was like, I just know that the memory dividends of this $2,000, it is going to be the best experience because this is truly how I thought about it. I sent my friend a voice memo ahead of time and I said, I feel like being in her presence and watching her do this is going to physically like change me. I actually, like, I actually force get field. You know what I'm saying? Did it happen? Yes. Because I saw you post this on your stories and you were like ugly crying. 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 Like full Kim Kardashian ugly crying. It was such a testament to like all the things that that mattered to me. So like endurance, excellence, showing up, like consistency. I just so admire her. And I think I could go on for hours, but I, I know you're not like a huge fan, but I just really think that she... She's at the top of her game, and she's been at the top of her game, and I just think that's incredible. Okay, so, like, I respect Taylor Swift. Like, I have to put some respect on her name because she mm-hmm. creates whole economies when she comes into town. So, yeah. like, I, I 
okay. 100% respect that. Okay. It's not that I don't have respect for her or don't, like, li- I just don't, I don't find her to be aspirational okay. for me. Like, that's not the person of all the celebrities out there that I'm like, oh, Taylor Swift. Why like not? That. Like, what is not aspirational to you? <sighs> okay, I think Taylor Swift has this, like, okay, going back to confidence style. Yes. Taylor Swift has this confidence style that's kind of like, I'm proving myself. I'm like working real hard to be mm-hmm. here. Like so much of it is about sort of like the hard work, the pursuit. And I think there are just other people whose confidence styles I admire more. Like for example, like a Rihanna mm. has like a, I don't really care. I don't need to prove myself to you. Like <laughs> I'm here without the proof. Like I'm just here being flat. And like to me, that's more of an aspirational energy. And I think Taylor Swift has like a humbleness about her too that I also don't aspire to be hmm. like. Like when you look up humble in the different dec- the dictionary, it says like having a low opinion of oneself when you look up humble. What is it about so have you ever felt yeah. like you were on the same wavelength though? Because I hear things like of Taylor Swift, yeah, or like of a the, the hard girl. work. The like I just I'm gonna prove that I deserve to be here. Like that fires me up. Yeah, like I hear that and I'm like hell yeah. Let me. It's like the spite blog, right? Chip yeah. on your shoulder energy there's something about that that's so motivational I'm gonna launch to me. a business to like prove it to people I'm gonna like go on this performance I'm gonna usurp and you and see do you SEO. feel like I'm right that that is what she's doing she's like um, is yeah. that energy read yes and I think that as a fan she she has even said that herself like in the Miss Americana documentary she talks it's like and I quote because I and watched I it quote, times time stamp 34 minutes 17 seconds no she says that after Kanye West interrupted her at the VMAs when yeah. she was 17, yeah. she said, I thought the entire room was booing me, not him. Yeah. It's a little Formative experience, total PTSD moment. Yeah. But that she was like, I feel like I'm only here because I work hard and I'm nice to people. And if that's why I'm here, then like I am going to prove to everyone that doubts me being up here on this stage winning this award that I deserve to be here. So I think she would tell you herself that that is, like, a huge motivating factor. So I think you're picking up on something accurate. Okay, I don't really know even, like, how exactly I picked that up. But I do think, for me, like, that's not, like, what I want and love Mm -hmm. in a celebrity. Particularly, like, to go and have this, like, experience of feeding off their energy, which I do think is, like, a cool, like, I like that you did that. Mm -hmm. What were you crying about? I think, okay, <laughs> like, should I start cheering up? <laughs> just to start. Well, no, know. I just really want to know, no, no, like, no. what were you crying? Like, what, what I was started, happening in Okay, I started crying at a couple separate points. In the beginning, I cried when she was coming out because just the energy in the stadium, like, I yeah. can't explain how it feels to be with... 80,000 other people that are just as amped up to be there and to have so many people where this is like the pinnacle of their year and you're all experiencing it at the same time. And I think that there's like a great magnetism that she has to like bring that out in people. And most celebrities that do like big stadiums, they have that. Just to have that presence, I think is very inspiring and very cool to be in the presence of. So that that made me tear up in the beginning because it was like, oh my God, I have like full body chills. What Mm. really had me ugly crying, what I took the video of, Was more can just. Can we post this on, we on will our for social sure post so you this. can, like, people can the see The best is that I'm just ugly like. cry. Covered Ex- in glitter and, like, the tear marks coming down my oh face. My like, this is the. It, 
You look up. So what was the basic main part in the dictionary? No, and it's, there not basic. it's not basic. What was the main thing that you, that like triggered the cry though? It was the full circleness of it all because the she was singing a song that I used to listen to when I was like a freshman in high school that I loved. Yeah, the nostalgia. And it was the nostalgia of like, oh my god, that little version of me would be so psyched if she like she has no clue what's coming for her and so then to like if she saw you now yeah like, young, she'd be like you know, oh okay, hell that's yeah worthy. you know I can, I can and so to that. be like standing there listening to that song and reflecting on just like that when okay. i was 15 years old and it's like you know how much life has changed in the intervening like decade and a half just to have that moment of like oh my god i'm sitting here listening to that same thing yeah that same person but somehow so different and like so much has happened i think that that was the so this concept I, I i love this concept of like seeing your own growth kind of like mm -hmm. looking back at your own life and i think like it's such an interesting conversation framed in entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is this humongous mirror dude where you just get to yeah. like, see yourself the places where you're growing the places where you're not growing and actively just like choosing to avoid like it there's no other person to blame but you mm -hmm. in entrepreneurship and so like it particularly creates these scenarios where you can see like how you've grown and what like earlier version of you like would be so proud of this version of you or what areas you're not like fully living in your power right where like maybe they're the future a previous version of you would not be as proud and do in those you areas. think that that's part of why it doesn't re like what she's about doesn't resonate with you is there a past version of you that you're like seeing in that that you're like mm, yeah i don't I think, want that i think for me like i have kind of like dedicated my life purpose really around the like growing of I would call it like my my self-actualization is like the woo-woo way that yeah. I would describe it but really I think it's like expanding my own confidence and okay. I spend a lot of time in like an active practice of expanding my own confidence and so I do think that there are some elements of like Taylor Swift's like trying to prove it but like not like when you're trying to prove it you don't really feel like you're fully You've, in. Yes. Like, that's why you're trying to prove it. So, right. like, there's some elements of that that I feel like I'm either outgrowing, have outgrown, like, just are not aspirational for me, right? Maybe that was a previous stage. Like, for sure, I've had, I, I think I've had a huge growth in my confidence. Like, I think over the last five years, like, if you look at pictures of me from five years ago, I look like a completely <laughs> different person. You know what's so funny now that I'm just realizing this? What? Is you mentioned that you love Rihanna yes. and like her style. Yes. You're wearing a head to toe red outfit and it's very much giving Rihanna Super Bowl performance. In, listen, I'm like, in the best way. Of confidence. Okay, so for me, like, fashion is a portal for me for stepping like step into, into my confidence. Mm -hmm. And I kind of play this game with myself where I create challenges. It's not just limited to fashion, but fashion's kind of a fun place to do it, where essentially I ask myself, like, what is something that current Tara is terrified mm. to do, but future Tara does all the time, like, with ease? And 
specifically, like, when I think about, like, my outfit that I'm wearing now, like, the outfits that I've been thinking about and, like, planning for, yeah. for our show, like, that was my challenge to be, like, what are some things that, like, current Tara would totally not wear, but future Tara wears all the time, go get the outfits. And I create these little challenges for myself to, like, rip off the Band-Aid and do the scary So thing. it is a challenge, though, in the sense that when you put it on, do you feel yeah. like you are stepping into that, or is there a part of you that feels uncomfortable? Okay, in that persona. great question. So when I started playing this game, and, like, I really do, like, think of it as, like, I'm in a life-size video game. Like, you know those, like, you know Monsters, Inc., where in the movie they have, like, the sliding panel of doors that are coming mm-hmm. by? It's almost like the, like, laundry dry cleaner thing. Yeah, with sliding doors. door moment. And there's, like, monsters and doors. For me, like, I think of life as, like, having these, like, regular opportunities of these doors passing by, and they're door opportunities for you to step into and like get out of your own way and step into the next version of yourself and most of us are just like huh I don't see any doors <laughs> what doors like that's how like the act that the average state that most of us live in yeah and for me like I just sort of developed a practice of like whoosh 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 like I'm opening doors and sometimes I like create a door for myself and so for example like yes when I look at the vision board that I created for like some of my more recent outfits mm-hmm. and I look at like um, things that I've done even like a year ago and the vision board that I created, the people who are in the vision board of like outfit inspo are different. And I can tell that I think of myself differently. Oh, as a wow. So it yeah. really is a mirror in that way. You for are like sure. totally being. OK, so. So I definitely, like, thought about Rihanna. I was like, how do we get, like, and I think there's a previous version of myself who would have never been, like, how do we get Rihanna vibe red and my own spin on it? I just wouldn't have, like, saw myself that way. So when you put that on, do you feel like you, like, your energy changes a little bit? I think the process of planning it is getting it all together. That's when most of the change happens. By the time I'm there and usually in it, like I kind of am like, like who else is wearing this red outfit? It's me. Like mm. who else is that girl? It's you. There's no who so else is it? Tell me though. Like, are there any other examples of this in your life where you wanted to manifest something and you were like, yeah. I need to put my brain in the space as though it has already happened. Yeah. Like, how do you, give me, you you said that you create the challenges or like you, if there there isn't a door, you're going to just make a door. So you go through it. Do you have any other examples? I have like multiple examples. Okay, let me think of, uh, okay, so a couple years ago, there was a conversation that was happening around potentially me selling my business to a particular company. Okay. And the numbers that we were talking about were just numbers that I couldn't really, like, wrap my head around. Like, I was kind of like, what? And you didn't sell, right? I did not not sell. It didn't happen. I did not sell. Okay. But the conversation I realized, I am not equipped to have this conversation. (laughs) I'm going to, like, like, sabotage this conversation because I can't even see myself in that. Like, I don't even know what my life was. Why, though? Because, Because you felt like you couldn't imagine yourself with that level of yeah it like felt un- undeserving in some way or like like I just couldn't really see it I had a no vision okay. for that and I think like sometimes we have a, a vision for like the next goal but not like what if like all the things I wanted to manifest mm, mm-hmm. like really what would that look like I don't I, I think sometimes I don't have a full vision for that so for example when this happened I 
was like, okay, well, one of the things that I would do, I really love like homes and architecture. So like one of the things that I would do is I would like move to Santa Monica, Venice Beach, California mm. area, and I would get like a really beautiful the old California home. fantasy. Like, yep, I'm from <laughs> Southern California, so actually, it's like See, I said I would never go back home, but like maybe. I didn't know that about you. Well, I was like, I'm from Kentucky, yeah. so we all wanted to move to California because there's not a whole lot to do in Kentucky. Yes. But yeah, I okay, get it. so California Santa Monica. That you know, it's, it's like a fantasy for a lot of people. I think that there's just great architecture in this spot. So, okay. um, and mainly, by the way, I like move for like where cool homes are. That's yes. how I like choose because you city. live in Mexico City, right? But now. I chose Mexico City because I was looking for a amazing apartment that inspired me anywhere in North Central or South America. So I opened up Airbnb, searched North Central and South America, <laughs> and just scrolled for a couple days until I found a place that I couldn't stop thinking about. Mm. And then, so like I. I kind of pick that's also with yeah. a, a challenge right like oh. expand my space and I got into that apartment and was like well it's you who lives here now so you got to be <laughs> you, you got to be that girl yeah okay so I, I so in this conversation about selling my business I realized like I have this this is one thing I would do so I get on a plane and I go to California and I go on Zillow and find some cool homes that I would buy and I like book you can just like go and book with the broker <gasps> No one asked me any questions like, can you afford this? I think maybe because, like, my, like, email signature says, like, CEO tech company or something. I don't know. Maybe that's why. But, like, no one asked me any qualifying people questions. I also assume. think, like, at a price point, people, like, are like, it's fine. Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, my were, God. you couldn't afford it. I don't I couldn't afford it at the time. Yeah. Anyway. So I go and I see the houses and, like, I'm going home shopping and, like, doing that act put me into the space where it felt like normal. I'm this in person. In the house. I'm, I'm the person, person that has this house. Yeah. And so I think I'm like even far more prepared. Like that deal didn't end up happening, but I'm far more prepared to have those sorts of conversations at that scale because I like did this challenge of like throwing myself in, ripping off the band-aid. So like mm. that's kind of my practice. It's the Jalululemon. The Delululemon effect. The Delululemon where you have to be delusional. You got to be a little bit delusional. Well, so... I guess I'm asking, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, when I was going through cycle training because soul cycle training i not soul yeah, cycle she, but oh. a different it was a different gym what in is dallas but it was the same still, concept like, i'm on the bike still, we're blasting we're, music that's right do it the okay. lights and the whatever it's a no for me oh dude you got to come with me that's i asked her if she wanted to go i'd be on the she ground goes, Bitch, no <laughs> Yeah, you were like at 5 a.m. It was 6 at 6. It was a respectable time. But anyway, so I go through training and I was expecting it to be very kind of. I already taught yoga at that point, like a yoga sculpt class. So I was already yeah. an instructor of another, another format. And I figured, oh, pff, I'll do a couple weeks of training for this. I thought I'd be like bing bang in and out on the podium, no problem. Cycling is a very like confidence up, boosting Bro. you up kind of vibe, yes. no? You have to be a party starter. Like ah. it is not, it's a performance far yeah. more than it is a. Uh, uh, a format like yoga where you're, you have to have a lot of technical knowledge about the body. You don't really have to know anything about the body to teach a cycling class. You just have to have rhythm. You have to hear eight counts in your head and be able to cue correctly. Does it end up making you step into your confidence more like it like I always find that like you know they say like when you teach something it's mm -hmm. like the best way to like learn and step into a thing do you feel like 
you learning this helped you step into something? If anything, I think it rev- it, w- it had that mirror effect where it made me realize that I was not as comfortable with myself as I thought I was. Ooh, okay, because that's I, also valuable. I did not feel confident in that room. I taught hundreds of classes. I had taught for thousands of hours. And, like, there was something about it where during training, yeah. for, like, six months when I'm going through this intense training— my coach had me go through so many different exercises to get comfortable. So she took me to a hip hop dance class. That was a disaster. Oh, I have to show you I'll this do that video. With you. I used to dance. Oh my god, you did? Yeah. See, I'm a choreographer. No. But I couldn't let loose. Like I was so uh, controlled and so meticulous. Like my approach to things is so like, let me master this. Let me practice it. Watch wait, how this is well like your approach to business. Yeah. Watch how well I can Taylor cross Swift. my T's. It is dot the eyes. Uh, Every single step is pre-planned and like I thought this through. Hip hop dance, yeah. not not pre-planned. Teaching cycle. It's it is very much you have to go with the flow, you have to mm-hmm. read the energy of the room. And so the way that they finally I, I basically was only able to get over the hump to be able to teach by ha- kind of having this persona alter ego where like there was one day in yeah. practice where she comes over and she like she put a she put a hoodie on me and a backwards hat and she goes, Go be that. But you're like, not the only person who puts on alter yeah. egos to step into something. But it was just right? like interesting. Beyonce has had Sasha Fierce, and mm-hmm. I think she's recently talked about how she no longer uses, so like she, she doesn't need that character yes. anymore. But for a long time, yeah. that was what she used. I think Megan The Stallion doesn't she have one too? I don't like know. Tina does she? Sna- I, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that, her like, like name on Twitter. I yeah, think. like people have these characters that they step into in so many ways. Like I create characters. I create whole storylines lines with mm-hmm. my outfit so mm-hmm. like that's not a like you're you're talking about I feel like like it's like a crutch like you cheated or something oh that's interesting I guess I don't view it as cheating more so just that it made me realize that there was something about myself that I did not feel comfortable fully mm-hmm. owning and and when you're on the mic up there and the, the there's you're literally on a you're podium responsible for under other people's a energy. spotlight Yes, and you have a microphone on, and you are controlling the music, and you're Let's controlling go. what they're doing, literally. And it just was like... It sounds fun. I really think, though, now, after the last 18 to 24 months of my life, if I went back to do it now, yes. I think I'd be so much better because oh. I feel like I really came into my own through the... Pro- of having to figure it out every day and having to make decisions and, like... Do you think that you would be better at cycle because of how you've expanded as an entrepreneur is there yes. any connection what's the connection confidence uh-huh. it's just confidence yeah because like i said it's not skill it's yeah. you are a performer you're putting on a show you're getting people into it you have to have some technical knowledge yeah. and you have to be athletic to some degree and like whatever but but 90 percent of it is just swag like one of the things i feel like builds my confidence as an entrepreneur is just getting like my butt kicked oh like, i feel like the more i get oh my god like, i'm the opposite yeah I'm like, i don't want to uh, what do you mean though by okay, getting your well, butt let me tell you what i mean by this right like when when stuff goes wrong in the business and you come back from it the like oh. number of times that you come back you're like i'm a cockroach like I, i'm <laughs> like i got this so like when stuff I'm a like, like I have a different kind of confidence that like it's okay we've done this before okay. we've done this before and I feel like now even like in my cohort of friends cockroach that, confidence that cockroach confidence that that line is one that's like coming up more it's like it's cool like it's not great right now but like I've done it before 
Yo, and okay. that's a different kind of like. There's a word for that. I don't remember what the word is, but that's just wisdom. There's like, <laughs> being old, doing things. Yeah. No, it's like um, it's just that psychological principle around how it's like the story you're telling yourself about yourself, basically, mm. and how you. I think we assume as humans that. Kind of like our stories are fixed or that like like we are taking cues from what we're telling ourselves. But it's kind of the opposite in the sense that you are learning about yourself by watching your own behavior. So if you are someone that's like keeping your word and and doing the things that you say you're going to do and it's like, oh, I'm the type of person who shows up every day. Well, I'm the type of person who does this. I'm the type of person who can come back when things go wrong. And sometimes I think it's self-talk that like... You know what happened to me this morning when I had to wake up for class? It was what? like 5.20 and my alarm went off. Yeah. And for a split second, I was like, I don't. I just would rather sleep in. Like, I don't want to get up and have to walk over to the studio. And I had heard this little voice in my head. And she only pops up every once in a while <laughs> when I need a little kick in the pants. Yeah. But she goes, life's too short to be a little bitch. And I go, you know what? Uh, You're right. Sometimes you don't want to be gentle with yourself. Sometimes you don't need to be like, it's okay, sleep in. It was like, no, get up. You made a commitment, follow this through. This is interesting. And every time I'm happy, I did. sometimes that voice like goes overboard and is mean to the point where it's not productive. But sometimes like keeping a little bit playful. of like that voice of like, get up, you're being a little bitch. Yeah. Like I, I like that. I feel like, okay, speaking of... <laughs> Oh God! Being what? a little bitch. What? <laughs> what? This is my issue with Taylor. No, you can't. Sorry, sorry, oh, Tara. Sorry. You can't transition back to Taylor with speaking of being okay, a little. Let me tell bitch. you. Let me tell you what doesn't work. Okay, let me tell, tell you what me. doesn't work. I think that there are sometimes things that I, of course, I don't know Taylor, but I read in the news that are just giving me like. Beta female energy. So like, Wait, like what? Okay, so like a, a few years ago, she had Taylor Swift had this feud with Katy Perry. Do you know this? Wait, I don't remember this. She had this feud with Katy Perry. There's a Rolling Stone interview of her being interviewed about the feud. And so what happened was, uh, Taylor Swift had backup dancers. Okay. Those backup dancers, some of those backup dancers went and worked and took a job with Katy Perry. Okay. Taylor felt like they're taking, she's taking my dancers. And I think the dancers were like, but we have like freelance contracts. We're freelancers. Like, we're Ma'am. dancers. Let us eat. Please. We're freelancers. Yeah, let us eat, please. And they got into like a petty feud about it. There's like a rumor that like bad blood is about this. But I looked up this Rolling Stone interview. Oh no. I looked up this Rolling Stone interview. Oh. Let me tell you what Taylor said. And this is like, this is the thing that, okay. that doesn't work okay. for me. Okay. So Taylor is talking about the the two of them. She, she says, for years, I was never sure if we were friends or not. She would come up to me at award shows and say something and walk away. And I would think, are we friends? Or did she give me the harshest insult of my life? And and I was like, oh, we're straight up enemies. She basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour. She tried to hire a bunch of people out from under me. And so I'm surprisingly non-confrontational. So you um, you would not believe how much I hate conflict. So now I have to avoid her. It's awkward. I don't like it. <sighs> the eye roll. It's the beta female energy the for me that roll. I can't aspire What's, to. Yo, but what is the Tara spin? Can we talk about Tara spin for a second? 
what do you mean by this? Like, you are so good at, I'm going to use the word puppeteering, because, but that sounds more manipulative. Manipulating. That means more manipulative than I mean. But you're very good. I'm not not manipulative. You, oh my God. But you approach. I know myself. You approach conflict yeah. very strategically. Like, you're not. You're not going to approach something in a way that's going to make someone get this. This is not up. a conflict. Let the dancers go. But that's dance. what I'm saying. Is if, but it, let's say it was. Okay. Yes. So let's say her employees are being poached by someone else, or she thinks they're being poached by someone else. Yes. Which happens. She's People get poached. Yes, and she's saying, you know, I feel awkward. Now it's a conflict. Yeah. What is the I would just directly here? tell her and send her a text message. Have my people tell your people, hey, here's my message about how my feelings are kind of hurt. And, like, I would love we oh, could do Oh, okay, this. so vulnerability. But not, I have to avoid her because you know how much I hate conflict. <laughs> you know what I like, though, is that You're it's... Taylor Swift. It's that I have to avoid conflict and avoid her and, like, downplay this. Let me say it in Rolling Stone. In Rolling Stone. Let me put it in a major publication. Passive It is. I have to... I like the pettiness, though. I'm not going to... It's petty. I just it petty. Get it. She gets petty points, petty but not girl. like alpha female points. Okay, that's that. interesting. See, I just, I guess I look at like what's happening right now. I don't know. I'm, my whole, I can't tell how much of this is just my algorithm bubble and how much of this is everyone's experience right now. Yeah. But everything on TikTok is like people speculating about. Taylor and Travis Kelsey and I think that the the yeah. the NFL's response were like literally in their bio on Twitter they changed it to NFL Taylor's version every piece of I content that. get that money she NFL owned the like she controls the freaking yeah. world right now and so I'm like I how look at that and I'm like that's how did she even do that like, how do you feel about the wielding of that power though so she's at the mm-hmm. NFL game it boosts viewership of of the Travis NFL. Kelsey jerseys spike sales by Everything 400% spikes up. yeah and yet she leaves the game in the popcorn machine hiding inside <laughs> like how but do then, you reconcile those things i dude i really just think She's annoyed with people almost, taking pictures of her. I no, because I think it's like the Willy Wonka thing. Like I think she's such a showman that like leaving in the what a what more diva way than to be like it's strategic. I'm gonna freaking leave inside. Okay. And then she drove off with him in his convertible. So like she so you weren't trying to hide that much. And she and yeah. that was strategic okay. too. Okay, like everything that woman does is on purpose. And okay. I think that there's something to that because. Usually she's not seen outside of like a literally a bulletproof Escalade. She's mm-hmm. in a convertible in like downtown Kansas City, and people were yeah. like, "Where's her security?" Like, so that's what tells me like, like she thought this, this is a, this is planned. This is okay. intentional. She doesn't do anything on accident. Yeah, I think it's because she's going to be re-releasing 1989 now. <laughs> and she's like, "I got to do some PR here." Yeah, so like, it's like I'm fine with that. I like that as moves, and like also people are like dynamic, right? So like not everything that you do, I'm going to be like, "Oh, I hate that." Mm-hmm. I think that if it's strategic, I yeah. think that's cool. I also think when you see award shows, she's really good at like making these like crazy faces and having a whole experience. So that camera is on her. Smart. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's mm-hmm. playing the game. So like, I think there are some places that she does this. Yeah, I, I see. Think if I, hear I contrast you. this, for example, to like things I see Rihanna do. Yeah. For me, What's it just fits more squarely in the like aspirational bucket. Okay. So like Rihanna, I saw this interview of her, and they were clowning her because she's known 
apparently for leaving restaurants and taking the restaurant's wine glasses, walking out <laughs> yes. like to go, I've wine glass this. to go. And at first they like showed a picture of her doing it. She was like, oh, like that might have been my glass. And then they just start showing like countless pictures of her doing this with the glass. And it's clearly her taking the wine glass. Like I, I actually what did she feel say? like she was, she was just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> And like to me, that's okay. You caught that's me. That's the response. Like, yeah, you caught me. I took the wine glass. <laughs> to me, I actually might give myself a challenge of just like walking Walk out, out with the wine. Glass. You should. I think tonight, I'm gonna do that. Dinner done. A hundred percent. That's your I'm door. Going Here's your door. Walk we through will it. maybe record it or something. But like, yeah, I think th- no. I hear you. And so I think to over the popcorn, like over leaving in the popcorn machine, I'm taking just walking out with the wine glass. Yeah, it's a little more low key. It's a little more subtle maybe less i want more subtle walking out with the wine glass than leaving in a popcorn machine like like yeah to me one feels like engineered for attention the other feels like i'm just gonna live my life and you're gonna take pictures of it anyway anyway yeah you're gonna take pictures anyway even i think the engineering for attention still has a little bit of the provingness to it i think mm. if you look for example it, speaking of sort of like the rihanna contrast at rihanna's 2023 super bowl performance Right. Brilliant. Where it, brilliant in some ways, but not like like people do Super Bowl and they're like coming down from the ceiling mm-hmm. and it's like a whole crazy theatrical thing. That is not what she did. Yeah. She kind of like minimal and I'm a lot of people didn't get it. A like couple there were dance a lot moves. of like non Rihanna fans that were like, What was that? Because it was kind of like womp womp. Mm-hmm. in terms of production value. But yeah. you know what she was doing? She was selling that lipstick. Fenty ad. She was selling that lipstick. She it was, was literally an She was selling that lipstick. It was literally an ad because as she starts the performance, the dancer next to her hands her the, like, lipstick. She then puts on that lipstick, does the performance. Immediately after, marketing team timed up, queued up, ready to yeah. go. Drops the drop of, like, her new Because it was line. a new... It was a new product. It was a new product. 5.6 million, right? There. Same night. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. So in 12 hours. I wonder that we even... Hours. Is 5.6 million dollars, like, that much to Rihanna? That feels like... Maybe. You know what I mean? I wonder how that, like, compares to... Yeah. Overall bottom line number like was that like I would she be like that was a successful launch you know what I mean like we think it's all impressive yeah like five million dollars in 12 hours holy shit but interesting I can imagine how like for the current version of myself Mm -hmm. in that scenario would be worried that I was making my performance too much of an ad Mm. and I would be in meetings like, ooh, like, I don't know, we've got to figure out how to, like, navigate this and what we're going to do about that. Like, I think the current version of myself would not feel ready to go on, like, it's an ad. Take it. I'm here to sell products. Yeah, but if like, I'm performing I for free, to that, yeah. yeah. If I'm performing for free, maybe it's not for free, but like people like break even on those kind of shows because like it takes a lot of money to produce. Yeah, and they I don't, don't give think you a they get budget. paid for them. You get paid, but like it ends. A lot of people come out of pocket for yeah. it because if you want to do a big show, like you have to come out of pocket for it. So like it's really just sort of like publicity. What I'm trying to point. figure out is what is a like real person application of this like if i'm channeling because we have a big product launch at the end of the year yeah where every year we re-release a new version of our product yeah and i feel like when it comes to re-releases of something that you've been selling for a while hype is like the name of the game you know so after after the break i want to get into this with you and talk a little bit more about 
how you build hype strategically if you're not Taylor Swift and people don't care about Done. you. Let's womp, womp. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Okay, so every year we basically have this hero product, and I think I kind of alluded to this in a, a previous episode, but... Yeah. We re-release it every year because it's it's like a planner. So you know how you'll buy like an agenda, yeah. like a day planner, and you have to buy a new one every year? Same principle, but it's mm -hmm. for your money. And it's digital. Oh, for your money. Okay. For your money. And so every year we make a ton of enhancements. Yeah. And it's a pretty exciting process, and it takes a pretty long time. We invest a lot of money into like getting it right. And it's interesting the way the marketing and promotion for it has had to evolve over time because yeah. when it first came out, there really was no playbook. It was just like, okay, this exists now. Here, go buy it. How do you market Like it? on Instagram was the main way at first. I would just talk about it and yeah. then link it in like my you story. Make a reel about it or something? Yeah. Link in I mean, bio. honestly, even at the time, there weren't reels and, and I didn't have like the swipe up in stories Some video posts? Yeah, it was pretty, you literally a carousel. Yeah, you one only get long swipe videos. up in stories at like 10K followers. So when I launched it, I didn't have that. So yeah. I think, it, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was just like on the website. But every year as we, kind of as it's become a bigger and bigger deal and it's become a bigger part of our business and yeah. revenue it's like that's kind of like the main source of revenue in yeah. q4 it's the primary it's a big injection mm. and so there's a lot of pressure on it to do well yeah but this year we're trying something where we have a uh, i would say a more robust social rollout yeah. where it's like in the eight weeks leading up to the release yeah there is just content like Every single it. week, like here's what it, you know, this like glow up video. There's a yeah. behind the scenes of making it. There's um, how planned. Peaks. I know you like to be like planned and mm -hmm. meticulous. How planned is this rollout launch? Yeah, like, I mean, there's hour by hour block kind of situations <laughs> like your calendar. No, but not? we have concepts, so yeah. it's like we'll have a concept and then I'll start to try to iterate on it in in CapCut, which is the editing software yeah. that I like yeah. to use. So I'll try, but sometimes I'm like I'm not great at video, so this is something that I think I need to like ask someone. Like, why are you? I was literally just thinking, why are yeah, you editing your doing it? own video? I should, I should just like give all the material to, to someone else and be like, will you make someone this look? Like, make this spreadsheet look cool. So yeah, we have that. There's, uh, we have a more extensive email campaign this year too. Where now that we have, this is our fifth one. Yeah. So it's like we have a lot of data now about these waitlist campaigns where mm, we, we it's build a waitlist campaign. We build our list of everyone that opts in. Yeah. And everyone that opts in gets a discount at lunch weekend. That's standard. Great. We've okay. always done that. This year they get a freebie if they're on the waitlist mm. too. And we have different discount tiers and different email funnels for people that bought in 2023 and people that own uh, multiple versions of it. So okay. we're really like Is there some like urgency and scarcity built into the campaign structure? Like do you have to get like get like once you're on the waitlist, you have to get it by a certain time? It's or that no? the discount is time bound. It's so the launch yeah. weekend is yeah. like 
the the new purchasers who have never we don't have any purchase history from them i think it's 10 yep. percent off um people that had it last year get 20 and then people that have bought it multiple years get 40 percent off yeah. and it's like through I black friday that. weekend so i'm like really i've been spending a lot of time recently like how do i yeah. make a spreadsheet look cool how do i build hype around Wait, what's this, this product even more the product that is like a digital uh it's, it's got it's it. like a google sheet basically but like a got really it. tricked out cool google sheet that i, I use it. all year long you know that i love spreadsheets by the way they're the greatest yeah freaking we the mainly sheets. like we build apps at apps without code and like the spreadsheet starts as like the database and we turn this oh into i wondered app, about so, like, that i love this app. okay well maybe okay. we could <laughs> help me turn it into an app yeah let's do this i actually like really want to do that i think yeah. it'd be fun to turn it into software but Great. okay well that's the rollout plan no, i like that you use sort of that scarcity and urgency structure i actually use like a similar structure oh, where really? like i do classes and like free workshops and there's a discount just for people who come and how often are you hosting those yeah okay so i do a monthly one for my community that's like multi-days and we like pick a famous app and build a replica wow. of a famous app just to like show people how it works it's not like your app idea but like i built instagram i built fitbit or like whatever um and then i also do we sort of run ads to ones that i do each week so those are like diff it's different people. and they're live every time they're live every time yeah there was wow. like an era of like the like, pre-recorded that webinar. was a, like that was a, a trend but like it's not really my thing so like we did try try maybe like three of them i just like didn't feel great about it but like if i go on vacation did you for notice week, that conversion was lower when it was pre-recorded no usually conversions higher <laughs> <laughs> so then wait a second what? so the reason so why you're like let me put in more effort for let life. me tell you why because the conversion is higher because people can go immediately into it like they don't have to wait for the day that like i'm not gonna do it every day um so like i do it like once a week oh. and so because you don't have to wait the funnel like funnels people in really quickly right in the same way it's that, like they're like, you could get your your taylor yeah. swift tickets and like didn't have to wait for a certain date like you can just like whenever you think of it go like, like don't have the time rate. to talk yeah. yourself out of spending you time to talk yeah, yeah exactly like so you just go right in from a funnel what, perspective what um okay what tool did you use though because i'm actually curious about this for the future what tool did you use to host the pre-recorded webinars oh, yeah. that then where someone goes to the landing page, they can pick their time yeah. from the drop-down list, and then it automatically pulls them in place, and then, like, it, the, kind of the automated option? I use Webinar Jam for, like, both options okay i've heard mainly, of that. they have like two sides of the product they have like a webinar product and it's called like ever webinar we don't really use the ever webinar product but like it comes in the suite so i like that the best i just think that e there are so many webinar tools where you either have to like download them and like, yeah what if people don't have, doesn't Lots have it downloaded friction. yeah it's frictionful or and now everybody has zoom um but it's kind of different um or they just crash in the middle of the webinar and there's nothing worse than spending like thousands of dollars running ads to a thing you've got thousands of people there to show up and it just crashes in the middle and like your roi is gone like it's the worst thing ever oh. and it's happened too many times so you are running ads messing. to these yeah we run ads to you too. know what would be so interesting i wonder if we should run ads for the wealth planner 
to get people into the list. I wonder if we have a separate wait list for people that yeah. are not Money with Katie followers, where we're yeah. just promoting the product to them as though the product you is try small tests of it. I think you just want to think really clearly through your funnel, and I think sometimes sending people straight. I think it, it's what price point range is it? It's like around fifty bucks. Okay, it's a pretty low hurdle. Okay, so I think opinion. at that price point you can just run straight to the landing page, but I think you to need buy. to do a good amount of retargeting too, because even if that person does doesn't make the decision on the spot like you know how like when you click on something you that all of a sudden see ads for it like all the time that's a retargeting ad which means like you clicked on it there's a pixel mm -hmm. it knows that it's you it knows where in you're interested and then you have sort of specific retargeting and ads. do you run your ads yourself or do you have someone that does this okay I, sh I don't even know why i asked that obviously you're not what doing i know dude this is this is my problem. Do you see this? Immediately in my head, <laughs> I'm adding this to the mental to-do list of like, okay, is. have to learn how to use Facebook Business no. Manager. It's not like, all right, let me figure out who can I mean, like, I learned enough so that I could like tell if someone was BSing and like didn't know their okay. stuff. So any, uh, like, when you say you learned enough, any specific resources you liked or you were just straight up going to Google? I, for me, I, not going to Google, like I have different friends who like teach some of this stuff I sort of like rolled up my sleeves and like went in to look um so I think I like, took some courses on it and I also just sort of like okay tried. so you educated yourself yeah, you weren't just myself. like let me outsource I like to educate myself for hiring purposes. So, like, for example, I had um, this guy, Xander. He's a great friend of mine now. He sold his company to Google. Um, Google ended up sort of phasing that out, and he worked on Google Ventures, which came up with this design thinking process, Google Ventures design oh my gosh. sprint process. Dude, yeah. we use this at Southwest okay, for great. years. Love so the he had sprint. really, like, learned all of that stuff directly there, and he taught me the design sprint process because I wanted to hire a designer and I was like I don't even know what a good designer is what a bad designer is I'm gonna be in the interview and someone's gonna be saying something I'm like what do you even yeah like? I don't know this is judge. so mm -hmm. I need to know enough to do the interview I need to know enough to like do a little case study project with you and have vocabulary so mainly if I'm learning stuff it's not for me to do it it's for me so you can make the right hiring so decision. I can make the right hiring even when like it was I was starting my business and I didn't have any budget to hire and I was like I'm gonna do a bartering scenario which oh. I love doing when I start I don't do it as much now but like I'll do this for you like we kind of have find someone who can help me with something ask them what's going on in their business in their world like what do they need help with and like I'm scanning that conversation for something I know how to do and then like hey I can help you with this if you help me with this I did so many like bartering hires early on and so like when I say hiring that kind of like now it doesn't quite look like that okay but I easier. like that's a more accessible though option if you are early stages yeah. to be able to be like okay well I know for example yeah. my thing that I I'm good at copywriting yeah that was what I did professionally prior so I'm like sales emails regular landing pages blog like if you I need there's copy a bunch of people who are listening right you. now who know ads really well and have to do copy. copyright. Yeah, like barter right there. Yeah. Right? So, and probably as part of their ads business, have to write a bunch of copy and they're like, dang, I got to do this part again. Right, so that's the barter. Yeah, yeah. And to kind of wrap this conversation, can we talk about how cringy the word webinar is? Because <laughs> I hear webinar and I'm like, ugh. Uh, yeah, we I need don't a really use or say webinar. workshop. I've noticed. I say that. workshop or masterclass. Oh, we also say masterclass. Yeah. yeah, webinar. There's something very like late '90s about yeah. it that I'm just not. 
I'm with you. On I'm that. not down with. I'm with you on that. It has like a different vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Different vibe to it. Okay, so we were talking earlier about like confidence, and you were telling me about your crying <laughs> moment with Taylor Swift, and I was thinking about like the energy in a concert space. Yes. Right. Like, because it kind of like when you go to a concert, it's buzzing. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you get like hyped up and excited. And there's this book that I really like. It's called Levels of Energy. Okay. Frederick Dodson. And it directly like is something that I study and look at as I'm on my own like confidence okay. journey. And what it is is like this guy has a scale from like zero to 600. And each of the numbers are like, he calls it like your energy level, but really what he means by that is like your average emotional state. Average emotional average state. emotional state. So like for example, at like a oh god, a I don't 20, want to know what mine is. A twenty is like if you're like in grief, really like guilt all the time, like kind of shame. lower vibration okay. shame. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All the way to like six hundred is like a monk. Or something oh, like that. Right? Okay. But there's a bunch in between. And by the way, like none of us are in one place all the time. Mm-hmm. We all move around, but you kind of have an average. Yeah. Right. So I was thinking about this because I think that there's a level that for me is aspirational. And I think like as we talk about like things to do to get your business out there, things like people that we look up to in terms of like their confidence style, like this this framework in this book kind of like rings out to me because there's like a level that's like high 400s, low 500s. And it's where like stars with followers typically are. Mm, where okay. So like joy and creativity is their regular state. They're kind of in a sense of like awe and wow about the world. Like they can appreciate like, oh man, this is beautiful. And they often can like command energy and attention in the room. Okay. Right? Like it kind of like if you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs at the bottom, it's like food, safety, shelter. And as you get higher, like what you're really trying to do is like self-actualize, become the highest and best version of yourself. And I often think about like my own journey to like get to that where do you feel like can you read us through these energy levels because i feel like yes there is a lot between depression and monk so i'm like a lot i want to i also want to like place myself on this yeah on this ladder so can you read through them okay so i think there's like two different frameworks that i'm referring to and i think i kind of like think of them side by side okay one of them is like maslow's hierarchy of needs right so like the bottom level is like you have getting your biological needs taken care yes. of. If I jump up a couple, it's like esteem needs, like like achievement, recognition, respect, confidence, mm. like getting those things. And then if we jump up a couple levels after that, it's like aesthetic needs, like beauty, order, hmm. symmetry, things looking inspiring and beautiful. And then we sort of jump up a few levels too, or like a, a level, it's like self-actualization, like fulfilling your potential. Oh, okay. And I think that, like, inside of that, then there's this other book that I was referring to that has, like, the the numbers from 0 to Mm -hmm. 60, right? So, like, okay, 20 is, like, guilt, grief, whatever. Um, 250 is, like, orderly life, like, a societal structure. You're, like, not really, you know, thinking outside the box. Oh. Regularly. Coloring inside the lines. Coloring inside the lines. Vibe. Right. Um, A 380 in his book is, like, wanting to, like, do more high-performance business. Like, this is where entrepreneurship comes into play because you can't do a lot of entrepreneurship coloring in the lines. Interesting. Go outside the lines a little bit. It's, like, a high-performance business at that level. Okay. Um, All the way to, like, I was talking about that 480 with, like, stars, with 
followers and like joy and creativity like in your zone. To me, I imagine like magnets at that face. Magnets. It's like you are literally just magnets. There's something very magnetic. You're about so connected you. with yourself. Sorry yes, to get woo very a little bit for a second, but like so connected with yourself that like just people see that and are drawn you. into that. And I think that's what you were experiencing. I think so too. I hundred concert. I think that's why I wanted to be there. Just not not only to experience it, but being like, please rub off on me. Like I want some of this. Yeah. Like, come on. yeah. Do you see yourself at all in Taylor Swift? I mean, no. I really don't. Really? I think you're like the Taylor Swift of personal finance. Well, there it is. I'm gonna I just you need that to play that? on a loop every day. Um, I think in an aspirational way. Like I think that'd be the end goal, the end game, if you will. I have. I don't think that that's where I am now. I have a Pinterest board <laughs> that is that is of you and my vision of you. And you do not. I do. Are you I lightly, me? I lightly like mentioned it to you to see if you wanted me to like if like if she said. You, send when it did to you me. mention this and to me? Text, I texted this to you and I was like, okay, if she wants to see it, she'll like say something. I and totally you missed anything, this. So, like, maybe she doesn't want to see it. No, uh, I'm an only child. I, like I love attention. Are you what? kidding? You made a Pinterest board about yeah. me. Yeah, of course I, I want to see it. A lot of my friends. Like I think of like how I see myself. I have like literally <gasps> one how I see myself, and I sort of see how it expands over time. Of course, I want to see this. Definitely Taylor Swifty of personal finance. There's lots of fashion in it because I like fashion. Oh my god, we have to look at this like yeah. immediately. Okay. Okay. I didn't want to like, push it on you. Time to look at Pinterest. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna wrap up, but I want to play a game. Okay. I like a game. She loves a game. Okay, all right. So, this game is called Which Celebrity's Confidence Style Do You Have? Oh, perfect. What's your celebrity confidence style? So, I have like a quiz. You know like those Cosmo quizzes? Yeah. I asked ChatGPT. <laughs> I love ChatGPT, guys. Of course. I asked ChatGPT to make me a Cosmo style quiz so everyone who's listening can like, you gotta write down your answers. Okay. You have, maybe you can I don't remember. Have the, I'll remember them. Okay, okay. I'll remember them. All right, so there's just like, there's just four questions. So, be quick. All right, first question. When faced with a challenge, you A, dive right in, B, plan meticulously, C, trust your instincts, or D, take calculated risks. Don't tell me the answer yet. Just like in your head. Got it. Everybody got their answer? Yeah. Okay. Second question. Your preferred business attire is A, bold and daring, B, polished and classic. C, glamorous and sophisticated. D, comfortable and elegant. Okay. Okay. Next question. We're halfway through. Okay. Question three. How do you deal with criticism? <laughs> A, crying. Maintaining your vision. B, reflecting and refining. C, using it as fuel. Or D, embrace and rise. Don't tell me yet. I have one more and then you can. Okay, okay. Sorry, I'm like so torn on that one. Okay. Was there an option for crying? No. Just kidding. No, but like maybe that's included. You could do all of those and cry. I'm a big advocate for crying. Okay. I cry Fantastic. Okay. All right, last question. Your approach to leadership is A, innovative and fearless. B, inclusive and thoughtful. C, empowering and passionate. Or D, visionary and transformative? Okay. Okay. So in 
Cosmo quiz style. I'm going to give you the answers. So if you have mostly A's, you have Rihanna's confident style. You're daring and unapologetic. You inspire with innovative spirit, bold choices. Okay. If you had mostly B's. That's what I had. You were like Taylor Swift. Yes! Confident style. Mother. Polished. Mother. Mother's Polished, mothering. planned, inclusive, fostering collaboration in a growth-oriented environment. What happens if... Actually, wait, I'll let you finish, and then okay. I'll ask you my question. If you had mostly C's, which some people here may have had, this is like Beyonce's confidence mm. style. Powerful, resilient, like Beyonce. Your passion and resilience inspire others to strive for excellence and break barriers. Okay. Love and that. the last one, mostly D's, Oprah Winfrey's confidence style. Your confidence is visionary and graceful like Oprah's. You empower and build enduring success through wisdom and resilience. I had one D. I had one D. I had That's mostly our Oprah A's, overlap. Mostly A's. So I got mostly Rihanna's. You got mostly. Whoa! You got mostly you, Taylor? Yeah, you had mostly Rihanna's. Oh my god. Three Rihanna's, one Oprah. Okay, and so that's our Venn diagram where we just overlap. look in the middle with a little. With a what little I was going to ask is how much of this have you ever taken a personality quiz and yeah. been like, I feel like I'm answering this as the person I want to be as opposed to like my most authentic mm-hmm. whatever. I do wonder how much of my answers are like what I perceive to be the that, that'll be a, a, an episode we can go for back another and day. Check, but like I think. Some of these felt like on brand. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah. Okay, so meticulous. we want to hear what everyone got as their answer, mm-hmm. which of your confidence styles you have. So maybe you can comment. Can we see folks' comments? Comment, comment or email. We, we love an email. email. We want to see what your different confidence styles are and what everybody's different style was. All right, well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.